Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash my the butthole. <laughs> if you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and longer timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out this channel. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from No Language 7755. Am I the asshole for kicking my son out? I'm 53 female. My son is 20 male. Not trying to garner sympathy or anything here, but my life growing up wasn't fun. Parents divorced when I was young. Dad kicked me out when I was 18. I couch surfed for years, working a dead-end hotel job, and mum never did anything about it. I promised I'd never put my own children through that, that they'd always be able to come home whenever they needed to. But my son's been going down a dangerous path over the past two years or so. It started with weed, which I really didn't mind much, but it progressed into more illegal substances. He's often driving under the influence, and even though his father and I have put him in through various therapies and rehabs, he claims that he's fine and it's just for fun. They aren't working because he won't take them seriously and thinks there isn't anything wrong with what he's doing. He doesn't get that his father and I are terrified of him potentially overdosing or ruining his life. Well, it caught up with him and he was hit with a DUI charge last week. I told him he needed to get his act together or he wouldn't be living here anymore. We've been more than generous with him and I hope this whole situation would be the wake-up call he needed. He thought I was bluffing. He knows about my childhood and how I always said I'd never put my children through the same thing. But I was dead serious. Last night, I caught him in his room with more drugs. I won't specify here, but they were the harder stuff. I began packing up his stuff and told him he needed to find somewhere else to stay and would not be allowed back until he was clean. He saw that I was serious and said he'd go back to rehab for me, but I told him that every time he'd gone, it didn't do anything because he doesn't think he has a problem. He called me a bitch, so I told him to get out right now. Obviously, it pains me that I had to break my promise to my kids, and obviously, my son hates me right now. My husband thinks I went too far and we could have gotten him more help. But my daughter, 16 female, says that I did the right thing. So I'm conflicted. I may have acted in the heat of the moment. So help me look at this with clearer eyes. Now we've read a few stories like this in the past where people are dealing with relatives who, who have become drug addicts and you know they're on a bit of a spiral but they haven't quite hit the bottom yet. And the, the advice has always been, you know, let them face the consequences of their own actions. And that's the only way they're going to realize. And it seems like looking at this story from the outside, it seems that's the way the sun is. He doesn't really care until he actually hits hits the very bottom. I don't know. I'm not 100% on that, but I'm sure the comments are going to clear some things up on this one. So let's move on over there to see what they say. And we'll start off with Discount Flaky, who says, not the arsehole. People need to stop bailing out their loved ones every time they screw over so they get a reality check and work on bettering themselves. And Jilly Pepper says not the arsehole, he clearly hasn't hit his rock bottom yet and until he does, he will continue to get away with what he can. He's a legal adult and he needs to get his act together. 
As a mum, I feel your pain, but he needs to follow the rules under your roof. I'm sorry you're dealing with this. And Rainy Reminder says, not the arsehole, you set very clear expectations and told him explicitly what the consequences would be. If you have put him through rehab even only twice, you have probably dropped most of a college education's worth of money on your son, who refuses to shape up, leaving fewer resources for your daughter. If he's onto harder stuff, you have to get him out of the house for the safety of you and your husband and daughter. He's probably already stealing money and he'd be into your appliances, electronics and jewelry soon. Your son is an adult and needs to experience consequences for his actions. Your daughter is still a child and needs your protection. And She's Global says, not the asshole. He's an adult addict who's in legal trouble and brought illegal substances into your home. The home where your underage daughter lives. He only said he'd go back to rehab so you didn't kick him out, not because he wants to get sober. It was pure manipulation. When he didn't get his way, he lashed out at you and the lashing out will get worse and more violent the further into his addiction he gets. Tough love is tough on everyone. Take it from an ex-drunk. Nothing you will do will help him until he wants to help himself. Don't back down on this and protect your daughter. And we'll have one more from Mazak2791 who says, Not the arsehole, you did the right thing. Your son needs to see how bad the consequences of drugs really are. Now, what would you do if you put yourself into OP's shoes? Your son, daughter, any one of your family relatives was a drug addict and, you know, they were calling on you for help, but you know they wasn't really helping themselves. How would you feel? How would you act in that situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll go on to the next story. And our next story comes from Low Special 8668 Am I the asshole for being honest with my boyfriend's mum when she asked if I was enjoying her wedding? I've been with my boyfriend Alex for two years. I get along okay with his mum Jane. Sometimes she's a bit of a just no mother-in-law. Anyway, she got married recently and they wanted a smaller laid-back wedding because she did the traditional wedding the first time. They got married at a vineyard and it was really nice. For dinner, there was a fancy brick oven pizza and salad and later there was mac and cheese bar. Dessert was caramel brownie, cheesecake or berry cobblers. I hate cobbler. You probably caught on that there was a lot of cheese. There were also charcuterie boards, so a whole fuck ton of cheese. Not sure I've pronounced that right. Don't get me wrong, I like non-traditional weddings and the food was out of this world. But after dessert, I was on the verge of shitting myself. I went to the bathroom feeling like I was going to die and it wasn't pretty. The groom's two daughters, late teens and early 20s, were in there. They are both horrible. They have talked so much shit about Jane and they are just mean girls. When I came out, they were both snickering and looking at me. I was mortified. I ended up in there again because holy hell, that woman likes cheese. Later on, I went over to where she was sitting with her new husband and Jane asking if I was having fun. I said it was beautiful, but admitted I'd been in agony because of her menu and she really should have had some more balanced options because a lot of people are dairy sensitive. I then told the groom about what happened with his daughters. He just looked at me weird and then said it was his wedding night and he doesn't want to hear an account of anyone shitting. My boyfriend got annoyed and said I should have just lied because you don't complain to the couple at the wedding, but I feel like she should know for future parties and he should know so he can talk to his daughters. Jane is on her honeymoon, so I don't know if she is mad. She didn't seem it, but a couple of my friends said I'm an arsehole and it isn't Jane's problem. Now this one felt like a pretty simple one to me, unless I'm totally missing something here. You mentioned that you was dairy sensitive, yet you ate a whole load of cheese. I mean, <laughs> is there any more to say really? I gotta say you are the arsehole, especially for bringing it up at their wedding as well. Yeah, I don't think I would want to hear that at my wedding, that you don't like my menu. That, that's on you, you know, just don't eat it. Your choice. But let's check out some comments to see what they say. 
I'm going to start off the cask palace saying, you're the arsehole, Jesus, dude. Nobody made you eat all that dairy and no one cares if you hate cobbler. <laughs> and suitable virus 8 says, you're the arsehole, a tactless arsehole. There was no reason for you to spoil their night. You could have said it was lovely and kept your opinion on the menu to yourself. If you thought what the girls were saying needed to be addressed, you could have easily sent an email in the following days. Also, if you know you are dairy sensitive, why did you eat so much cheese in the first place? And Fox Unicar Kilo says, what the fuck, you're the arsehole. None of what you said was necessary. Firstly, nobody made you eat any of this. You know what your dietary restrictions are and should be well aware of your dairy limit. You probably should have had more salad and crackers and less pizza. Secondly, to go to the bride and groom and let them know anyone was talking shit was just crass. Pretty sure it's basic wedding etiquette to not bring up any unnecessary drama to bride and groom during the wedding. Thirdly, you think she doesn't know what her stepdaughters say about her. You think he doesn't know. This isn't some grand revelation you made that needed to be shared right at the damn moment. You're being a just no daughter-in-law. And DeepAd9889 says, You're the arsehole. I say this as someone who couldn't eat most of the menu. Yes, she could have thought about it, but she didn't. Moaning at them on the day, though, was an arsehole move. And do the pingu says info i don't understand why did you eat all the cheese and sketch mirrors replies to this saying i'm crying here i'm lactose intolerant too so i just don't eat cheese i get that the wedding menu should cater to the guests a little but i put my own lactose intolerance far below people who have halal kosher vegan requirements or more deadly allergies eat something else for fuck's sake and let's have one more from Claire Swin who says, At someone's wedding, the only acceptable answers to that question are A. Wonderful, thank you, you look beautiful. B. Wonderful, thank you, what a great venue. C. Wonderful, thank you, I'm so happy to be a part of your day. Never acceptable is, I overate the cheese and was shitting through the eye of a needle. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is something not explicitly written in Debrett's, but implied, I think. <laughs> You're the asshole. Now picture yourself in OP shoes or the bride and groom shoes and someone came up to you and was criticizing your menu on your special day. How would you feel about it? Do you think that's acceptable in any way? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Bob the Destroyer 1232. Am I the arsehole for throwing my roommate's muck chicken sandwiches out without telling him first? Oh no. I know what you're thinking by the title, but this is an extreme situation that got out of hand. My roommate loves the muck chicken McDonald's sandwiches, but he also loves saving money. For years, McChicken was only $1 nationwide and he would eat 10 to 15 of these sandwiches a day. No way. A whole damn apartment smelled like McChicken. Well, a year ago, McDonald's started increasing the price on McChickens to $1.59 instead of $1, a 60% increase. My roommate freaked out at this and started buying McChickens by the truckload. Our fridge has as many as 100 McChickens in it at a time. He wanted to buy as many McChickens for $1 as he could before the McDonald's increased the price. Things got out of hand last month when he bought a meat freezer and collected as many as 700 McChickens and had a toaster oven to heat them back up. I was pissed. Everything smelled like McChicken everywhere. On top of that, the electricity on the meat freezer probably cost us more than the damn price increase on the McChickens. I lost my mind. I unplugged the meat freezer when he left and let them rot. When he came back, they were moldy and ruined and had to toss them out. On top of that, our McDonald's increased the price of McChickens to $1.59 just this last week. I feel kind of bad, but I'm so sick of McChickens. He is also mad at me for ruining his McChickens and his investment of $700. He claims now I owe him $1,060 because that's how much his investment increased in value. 
Am I the arsehole for ruining his McChickens and throwing them out? Now, I've got to say, I don't know if this one's going to be real or not, but <laughs> I saw it and I thought i got to read it. One, because I love chicken. And two, because, you know, I watch these weird UK daytime programs like hoarding people, nightmare neighbors. And there's one where there's like picky eaters, like someone who only lives on chips their whole life. All they eat is chips or they or all they eat is like. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. In this case, like chicken and stuff like that and... It's got to be something psychological. Surely there's no way be that in demand for the muck chickens. There's got to be something there. That's what's just going through my head. But regardless, you, you would be the arsehole. Putting that all aside at the moment, you would be the arsehole simply for unplugging it and ruining them. Instead of talking about it to him first and saying, you know, the freezer's going to cost us a lot more money to run and it's probably probably going to be worse than the muck chickens are at they actually are and i kind of want to say everyone sucks here as well for the guy for only eating muck chickens and you know having this freezer bill on you and calling the muck chickens an investment and all that kind of stuff but i'm not going to i'm going to say you are the arsehole for this for just not communicating but we'll go to the comments to see what they say and we'll start with tiffany the doc who says you're the arsehole you unplugged his freezer and destroyed his food did you talk to him first when he started this whole journey did you point out the other expenses and that you did not want to pay for the electricity of a freezer easiest would have been to continue paying your half of the electricity bill current price and anything above that he pays for extra freezer power and no jellyfish says you're the arsehole you destroyed the food worth 700 on purpose the food belonged to someone else too did you even need to ask? And Jomo Sapien says, you're the arsehole. You never mentioned actually talking to your roommate about it and you did destroy their food that they spent their money on. You're upset about their personal choices and the smell bothers you. But would it really be any different if they ate salads every day and you hated the smell of onions? And Chrysler4471 says, everyone sucks here. Your roommate needs to learn that McChickens aren't an investment and maybe seek out a dietitian. His excuse of saving money is trash because 15 sandwiches a day is much more expensive than regular groceries. You went out of your way to ruin his food, so you're still an arsehole. And Odd Meat says, you're the arsehole and you owe him the money. He did not give you permission to throw them out. Did you ever talk about this habit? And DWYL says, you're the arsehole 100%. How could you possibly think you aren't the arsehole? You deliberately destroyed your roommate's food just because the smell bothers you. If odors trouble you too so much, your sensitive nose should not live with other people. The electrical cost and expense of the freezer is your roommate's responsibility, a discussion you should have had before you ruined his food. You don't mention anything about talking with your roommate about your concerns. Paying back the replacement cost, that's what it will take to restore a supply. 
edited to complete the last two sentences, hit before I finished. And before we go on to the next one, it still shocked me. It said it was eating 15 of these sandwiches a day. I think that's the part that, that got me most concerned about this story. I mean, can you survive on that? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we move on to the next one. And our next story comes from, obviously, THR. Am I the asshole for refusing to gain temporary custody of my nieces? My sister, 32 female, has been an addict for years and lost her child, 7 female, let's call her Emily, to CPS 3 years ago. Our mum was able to take Emily during this time when my sister went to rehab and got clean. Emily's father isn't in the picture and hasn't been since she was born. She got Emily back and our mum moved to somewhere cheaper to retire and sold her house. She had been planning this for a while but delayed it to take care of Emily. My sister recently failed two random drug tests during the reunification period and CPS took Emily away again. She called me and asked if I could petition for temporary custody. I live in the same state as my sister and, if the court allowed it, means she could visit if I took Emily, but I don't want to. My boyfriend and I have been planning on traveling for six months as soon as circumstances allow and so are on a month-to-month lease. We also live in a one-bed, one-bar, so no doubt we'd have to move to a two-bed at least. I've been told I need to be on a more permanent lease, probably at least one year, or my own home to be considered for placement. I don't really want to care for a child, and neither does boyfriend. I've never been very nurturing and will likely never have kids of my own. I told her my reasons, particularly the month-to-month lease, and she got mad that I wasn't willing to move to take her child in. I told her likely CPS won't consider me anyway, so she should ask mum. She told me mum doesn't want to get involved this time and she would likely have to move back and start working again to care for Emily. I told her sorry I can't help and she told me I was heartless and hung up. Am I the arsehole for not wanting to take custody? Now this one might sound horrible of me to say and I don't mean it because I I feel for anyone that's got like addiction problems but the one that got to me is that you know she went for rehab she couldn't stay clean so she was on so she went back on drugs again and then has the cheek to come back to you and say that you're heartless and hung up on you when she's the one who was being heartless to begin with and not caring for her own child by not staying clean and again I know that might sound really horrible because I know because I can only imagine how hard addiction is. But let's check out the comments to see what they say. And I've got to say, you're not the asshole in this one. And equivalent caller 59 says, her argument is the fact you're not willing, but at the end of the day, she's not willing to stay sober for the sake of her child. And ADG 1983 says, not the asshole, this isn't on you. And quotes, she got mad that I wasn't willing to move to take her child in. And then says, I mean, she's not willing to get straight to look after her own kid. This is all on her. And maybe her kid being put somewhere she can't visit might force her to get off that shit. I'm in no way saying that getting off drugs is easy, but if she can't be asked to sort herself out after having a kid taken off her once before, why would she this time? And Misconduct0120 says, and quotes, I told her I can't help, and she told me I was heartless and hung up, and then says, she has the audacity to call you heartless when she has continuously chosen drugs over her own daughter. Not the arsehole. And no sympathy for police says, not the arsehole. It's not your responsibility to raise your sibling's offspring because they're an addict. They need to take responsibility for their actions and raise and provide for their children. And Isis Atermo says, your sister was so worried about her kid, maybe she would have stayed clean. And Baby 1414 says, here might be an unpopular opinion. On one hand, it's nowhere your responsibility to take care of your niece. On the other, I think you should consider the long-term effect on this child's quality of life because it's directly tied to your decision. Which is really unfortunate because you don't deserve to be put in a situation, but life is unfair and that's the reality. 
Does Emily deserve the short end of the stick because she was given the shitty hand of cards? Are you willing to sacrifice your quality of life, make accommodations so this little girl that's a part of your family stands a chance of a better quality of life? Or is that something you want to look past and leave up to chance? That's what you should think about. Edit. Okay, I just want to clarify. Not in any way am I trying to guilt this lady into making a decision. I understand that taking in a child is so much bigger of a decision than just giving up a trip. For me though, as a woman, my heart goes out to every little girl that's put through the system. Nine times out of ten they're abused, and a lot of the time there's a long life trauma afterwards. Put everyone else's feelings aside, I'm posing the question. Is there any way you can save her from that life? Because come on now people, let's not be naive and think it's going to be peaches and cream for that little girl being put into the foster care system. And an interesting question to end that one. Now, what are your thoughts on this story? Let us know in the comments below and we'll move on to our final story. And our next story comes from Clixer712. Am I the asshole for telling my brother-in-law he shouldn't have brought my wife a book on weight loss? My 33 male wife, 35 female, is constantly told by her sister, 31 female, that my wife is fat or obese or just overall making fun of her. It has caused my wife to start viewing her body in a negative image and has been deteriorating her self-esteem in a very noticeable manner. I've asked on multiple occasions and then also straight up told her that she needs to tell her sister to cut that out because my wife isn't even close to being fat or obese. A few months ago, my wife's brother, 30 male, told my wife that he bought her a book. They'd gone back and forth on when she'd get the book. He said she could come and get it whenever. It's in his room. My wife has a tendency not to go into people's rooms when they're not home. Her brother lives with his parents, so getting it was a challenge for her. Earlier today, her brother came over to grab his hat that he had left in our car yesterday. He brought the book over. When he handed it to her, my wife looked devastated, but graciously said thank you. I walked up to see what book he had gotten her. Complete idiot's guide to weight loss. I saw red. I told him that gift was very disrespectful and he needed to apologize to my wife for getting her something unacceptable like this. He said it was his sister's idea, not my wife. I asked him how he would feel if he was given that as a gift and he went quiet. Wife told him it's okay, thank you. He gave her a hug and left after getting his hat. Once he left, my wife told me I shouldn't have said anything and that any gift is an acceptable gift because it comes from the heart. I made an argument that some things aren't acceptable and an idiot's guide is absolutely not something to give as a gift as it's backhanded compliment at best and a complete disrespect at worst. My wife argued that her family doesn't think about that stuff and any gift is okay. Since then, she's been extremely quiet compared to her usually bubbly self. Her behavior makes me think that I shouldn't have muddled and was an arsehole for telling her brother he was in the wrong. And we're going to start straight away on this one with Arbol saying, Not the arsehole, you were defending your beloved wife. Her siblings, especially her sister, are being really toxic. That sort of behavior causes eating disorders. I wonder if your wife was formerly the family doormat or scapegoat. She's outgrown or outgrowing that role, and her sister is trying to drag her back down into it. Just a thought. In any case, that was sweet that you had her back, OP. I hope you're able to talk to her about it because that gift was really rude. And Delicious Fuel 5734 says, Wow, this was a tough read. Your wife is being bullied by her siblings. You defended her, absolutely not the arsehole. And Flamingo Bay 1764 says, Not the arsehole. Your wife's family sounds incredibly toxic and manipulative. 
And Polyester Bird says, not the arsehole at all. Holy moly, well done to you for standing up for your wife. It's unlikely she's quiet due to your actions. It's being gifted an idiot's book on weight loss. She's being fat shamed by her sister and brother-in-law. And it doesn't matter what size she is, this is unacceptable. The only person that gets a say in your wife's size or appearance is your wife. I'd have reacted the same way to brother-in-law. And we'll have one more from DMAC99 who says, Not the arsehole, your wife's family are nothing but bullies, and it's a real shame she can't see that. The book wasn't chosen or given with love, but with mockery and contempt. Not all gifts come from the heart. Now, what are your thoughts on today's collection of stories? What are your verdicts on today's collection of stories if you choose to share them? Never any pressure to do so. Now, a huge thank you for spending 20 minutes or so with the channel today and getting involved in the comments, hitting that like button as well, which massively helps. And if you want to support the channel further, you absolutely can by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link in the description for Patreon and joining up there. It hugely helps us going forward and I can never express that enough. Thank you for your love, your time and your support. And I will see you, hope so anyway, in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.